Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day four, and this is God's Big Story. Season two! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back, boys and girls. It's our second day in the book of First Thessalonians, and, well, we are glad that you're here. Hi, everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Dave, it's Thursday. It is. And so, yeah, is Thursday still Interesting Facts Day? Well, I suppose that kind of depends, Marvin. Do you have an interesting fact today? Oh, I sure do, Dave. Okay, well, in that case... It's interesting, 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 interesting fact with Marvin. Okay, here we go, Dave. So, as we know, Paul traveled all over the place telling people about Jesus. That's right. Okay, well, if you take all of Paul's journeys, did you know he traveled more than 10,000 miles? Yeah, that's like walking from Ballinahinch all the way across the Atlantic Ocean and all the way across America to Seattle, and then turning around and walking all the way back. Oh, wow. Wow, that, that is a really long way. Yeah, I know. And no cars and no airplanes, Dave. Just walking and sailboats and stuff. Okay, well, yeah, good job, Marvin. That was an interesting fact. Yeah, I know, Dave. Okay, well, speaking of Paul, let's get back to Thessalonians. Okay, let's do it. So yesterday we heard of how pleased Paul was to hear about how well the Thessalonians were following Jesus. Even though it was dangerous and it could get them into trouble, how happy he was that they had turned away from false gods and how Christians in lots of other places were hearing about them. Yeah, yeah, Paul really loved those Thessalonians, huh, Dave? He did. And in today's reading, well, Paul talks about why he loved and cared for the church in Thessalonica so much. So you'll hear Paul talk about why he and Silas and Timothy had come to tell them about Jesus. Now, here's what I want you to listen out for. He gives a reason and says, it wasn't because of this. We didn't do it for this reason. Okay, so what is that reason? What did they not do it for? Okay, gotcha. And then in the next part, Paul talks about how they treated the people in Thessalonica. He compares them to two things. He writes, we were like your what? Okay, so what are those two things? Okay, so what was not the reason that Paul was telling them about Jesus and then... What were the two things that Paul says they were like to the Thessalonians? Got it. Oh, look, and here comes Josh. <laughs> it's so weird how he dresses up like a cowboy. Howdy. Hey, wait a second, Josh. In season one, you said you dressed up like a cowboy on Wednesdays. So, yeah, today's Thursday. What happened yesterday? Uh, you see, the costume was in the washing machine. Hmm, okay. Well, firstly, you know, we have listeners in Texas. That is a highly questionable accent. And secondly, was that a cow pun? Because, you know, that's kind of my gig around here. Yeah. Anyway, today, <clears throat> day four, First Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 to 16. Brothers and sisters, you know that our visit to you produced results. You know what happened earlier in the city of Philippi? We suffered and people treated us very badly there. But God gave us the boldness to tell you his good news. We preached to you even when people strongly opposed us. The appeal we make is based on truth. It comes from a pure heart. We are not trying to trick you, 
In fact, it is just the opposite. God has approved us to preach. He has trusted us with the good news. We aren't trying to please people. We want to please God. He tests our hearts. As you know, we never praised you if we didn't mean it. We didn't put on a mask to cover up any sinful desire. God is our witness that that is true. We were not expecting people to praise us. We were not looking for praise from you or anyone else. Yet as Christ's apostles, we could have used our authority over you. Instead, we were like young children when we were with you. As a mother feeds and cares for her little children, we cared for you. We loved you so much. So we were happy to share with you God's good news. We were also happy to share our lives with you. Brothers and sisters, I am sure you remember how hard we worked. We laboured night and day while we preached to you God's good news. We didn't want to cause you any expense. You are witnesses of how we lived among you believers. God is also a witness that we were holy and godly and without blame. You know that we treated each of you as a father treats his own children. We gave you hope and strength. We comforted you. We really wanted you to live in a way that is worthy of God. He chooses you to enter his glorious kingdom. We never stop thanking God for the way you received his word. You heard it from us, but you didn't accept it as a human word. You accepted it for what it really is. It is God's word. It is really at work in you who believe. Brothers and sisters, you became like the members of God's churches in Judea. They are believers in Christ Jesus, just as you are. Your own people made you suffer. You went through the same things the church members in Judea suffered from the Jews. The Jews who killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets also forced us to leave. They do not please God. They are enemies of everyone. They tried to keep us from speaking to the Gentiles. These Jews don't want the Gentiles to be saved. In this way, these Jews always increase their sins to the limit. God's anger has come on them at last. Thanks, Josh. And hey, I like the costume. Anyway, Marvin, did you get those answers? Oh, I did, Dave, yeah. So, uh, he said they didn't tell him about Jesus to please men. Or he said to be praised by men. So yeah, I guess, you know, they did it to please God. And then he said they were like their mother, and a little bit later, like their father. That's kind of weird, Dave. What did he mean? Well, yes, that might sound a little bit strange. But, you know, in the answers to both those questions, we see the kind of love that a church, even a new church like the one in Thessalonica, should be full of. Oh, okay. Well, how do you mean, Dave? Well, Marvin, nobody at church should be there to look good or to make other people think good things about them. I mean, you could do that, right? You could go in nice clothes every week and you could be on your best behavior and answer all the questions in the children's talk and you could get really good at praying nice-sounding prayers in front of people or you could play a musical instrument or sing up at the front and people might look at you and say, wow, aren't they great? But Marvin, that should never, ever be why we go to church or why we're part of a church family. We're part of a church because of what God has done for us. We don't do stuff so other people think good things about us. We do that stuff because we want to please God and worship him and serve him in whatever way we can because, well, he loves us. He has saved us. Okay, yeah, I see. 
And then how does a mother and a father love their children? Well, your mum and dad don't love you because they want to get something from you. They just love you and want the best for you that they just do. And so that's how we need to care for each other in the church. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. So yeah, we should be part of a church because we love God. And then we should love other people there. Not for a reason or to get something out of it, I guess, but just because God loves us. Yeah, that's really good, Marvin. And so, boys and girls, well, I hope you're part of a church family, a gathering up of God's people who love each other like Paul loved the Thessalonians. Now, today, can you think of people in your church who have loved you and cared for you, who have told you the good news about Jesus, not because they want to look good or they want some reward, but people who have loved you just because God loves them and they want to please him? Thank God today for those people. Oh, I can think of one, Dave. Yeah, Oscar, the wise old barn owl. Yeah, he's my Sunday school teacher. He tells me about Jesus every week. And one week, I was sick. And you know, he sent me a magazine and a coloring book to make me feel better. Yeah, I really like Oscar. Oh, that's great, Marvin. Except when he spits up those pellets with fur and bones and stuff in them. Mm, owls are pretty gross sometimes, Dave. But yeah, still, I like Oscar. Okay, well, boys and girls, I hope your Sunday school teachers aren't spitting up pellets. But that is it for day four. We will see you tomorrow to finish up our first week of God's Big Story Season 2. Okay, yeah. Bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org. 